Hey guys, I'm back and this is my review for another show, which is called The Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip. Now last season, because this is the second season, last season when it came on, I saw the previews and I didn't have any interest in it. I was like, ah, this group of ladies, I don't really care about. So I'm not, especially when I saw Ramon, I was like, yeah, I really don't want to see that. So the concept is they have, uh, well, the first season was you have two members was it was it always two well they seem to have mainly two members of various franchises so they had new york which was luann and ramona they had new jersey which was Teresa and somebody else because i don't watch new jersey franchise so i don't know all the names they had uh, uh atlanta which was kenya and cynthia and i think they had beverly hills which was kyle and someone else so i forget who it was i do watch beverly hills but i forget who the other person was so that was last season. This season, they I decided to watch because I did have an interest in this combination of ladies. For one, I watched all of the franchises that was represented. So they have New York, which is Dorinda uh, from New York. Is she the only one from New York? I think she's the only one that's from New York on this uh, season. So it's Dorinda. Then they got Atlanta, which would be Eva and Phaedra. Then they have Beverly Hills, which is brandy which is always a mess and oh lord i just forgot they have brandy and taylor then they from orange county they have vicky and tamara so the thing about this season that differs from last season is that all of these ladies have been fired or put on pause as dorinda wants to call it from their franchises. Every single one of them have been dismissed. Last season, at least some of the ladies were still active with their franchise. I think the ones that are still active are were uh, or are is Kenya and I think Teresa and Kyle. Uh, I'm not sure if the other lady that's from New Jersey that was on there, if she's still active. With the New York crew, as far as we know, they might be coming back. There were reports that there were going to be two separate franchises within a franchise for New York, one for the OGs and one for the newer cast. But I don't know if they started filming. I don't know if that's still going through. So for the moment, I'm going to say they were put on pause. So with this combination of people, they're all going, to, it's going to be taking place at the Berkshires, which is Dorinda's house, Bluestone Manor. And uh, I think it's great. Um, oh, we got one other person that's going to be on here, and that's Jill. Jill is Jill arrives on the second day um, that they're at the Bluestone Manor, all right? But no one knows that Jill is coming except, for, of course, Dorinda. So the rest of the ladies are not familiar with Jill. Now, what I will say is this. Dorinda, I like Dorinda, um, but I did feel it was time for her to go. <coughs> I think that she was going through... I'm not sure what it, all she was dealing with, but she was really, really, she became extremely not likable, you know? And so I was glad to see her leave her franchise with Vicky. Vicky was no, had no more storyline. She was disconnected from the cast. She stopped really discussing herself. She wasn't really engaging anymore. So they got rid of her and Tamara was just a mess. So they got rid of her brandy self-explanatory. She's anytime you see brandy, in the mix of a reality TV show, it's going to be a problem because Brandy 
consistently speaks out of turn. She consistently insults folks and then turns around and blames it on either the alcohol or I was just being honest. And I really feel like Brandy knows that you need to think before you speak. And she has a habit of not doing so. So at the beginning, we see all the ladies, you know, each one that's going, getting ready for the trip in Atlanta. We see Phaedra talking to her sons and letting them know that she's going up to the Berkshires. We see Eva talking to her husband. And she's also relieved to know that it's legal to have weed in the Berkshire. So I guess, you know, that's cool. But she never heard the Berkshire. She didn't even know where it was located. And I'll be honest, until I watched New York, I didn't know where the Berkshire I had never heard of that before either. So, okay. Um, we see Tamara and Taylor and Vicky, they're all riding in a, in a car together. And they know that Brandy's coming and they are feeling very apprehensive about being around her. Brandy, oh Lord. So Brandy, I think she was the first to arrive. And I believe Brandy, when she meets Dorinda, you know, she's telling Dorinda how she's feeling a little nervous about meeting the ladies and, and especially encountering Taylor. And then she also had an issue with Tamara. They had an online thing going on. It was an online beef between the two of them, which I didn't really follow that. But, you know, they kind of recaptured that. Um, you know, Dorinda is doing everything she can to make sure that they have an itinerary. She has rules posted in each of the rooms, letting them know you can't have your shoes on upstairs. And she also lets them know you're not supposed to eat upstairs in the bedroom. I mean, these are rules of her house. And yet some folks, can, they went ahead and broke some of the rules. But, you know, that's what she has set in place. And she's got activities um, already planned out. And this is something that Dorinda loves to do. She loves hosting and doing th different things, blah, blah, blah. Now, we find out early on once, um, you know, after Brandy's there, then we get the three ladies, you know, all, you know, uh, Vicky, Tamara and Taylor get there. Vicky's already complaining before she even gets out the car. She was like, well, I don't understand why someone would want to live out in the middle of nowhere. And does this town have like a place to go to whoop it up? I mean, do they do anything here to have fun? Very negative from the gate. Then when she gets there, she even expresses this to Dorinda and she's like, do y'all have, do you have any place to go around here for fun? And, you know, and, and Dorinda was like, I mean, we have a itinerary of things to do, places to go, things to see. I mean, girl, why are you complaining? Then it was the thing about the house. Now, Dorinda's house is eclectic. Um, it's a lot of things in her house. It's very, there are a lot of unique things. Like she has a chandelier. No, was it? it's like a chandelier with wax, fake wax melting coming from it. I, I don't know. She got animal things and uh, yeah, it's a lot going on. It's, it's like I said, it's a very eclectic home. It's a very eclectic home. It's a lot going on there. Um, and when the ladies do arrive, you know, they are being served with, you know, wine or champagne, whatever. And, you know, they want to sit down and, you know, they've been, you know, talking and things of that nature. So the ones that are there first, you know, they're talking with Vicky. And, and uh, this is before Eva and Phaedra shows up and they are discussing what's going on. And, and, and we find out from Vicky that 
the guy that Steve, that she was engaged to, he broke off the engagement. We also find out that Vicky had purchased a home in Mexico. Now, if you follow Beverly Hills, I mean, I'm sorry, Orange County, you know that Vicky goes to Mexico, I don't know, Cancun, and I don't know if she's been to Tulum, but I know Punta Canta, Cancun, you know, various parts of Mexico she goes, she visits quite a bit. It's one of her happy places. And we've seen her whooping it up and having a good time. So she bought a house there, which I can see makes sense. Well, Steve has moved into her house that's in Mexico. And he rarely comes back to Orange County to see her. Now, this is her fiance. She has to always run down to Mexico to see him. Then she turns around and says, oh, and we haven't had sex in 13 months. So the lady's looking at me like, and I believe it was Dorinda that said, are you sure there's no other woman that's in the picture? And Vicky was like, I don't know. I, I, I don't have any indication. And Tamara's like, uh, and, and, and Brandy, they both, all of them are like, girl, are you just not paying attention to what's going on? I mean, definitely doesn't sound like, clearly he's not interested in you and he's found interest elsewhere. That's what it sounds like. But Vicky is not, you know, she's still trying to process, if you will, the whole disengagement, I guess, at this point. So then we get Phaedra and Eva. They show up to the house and they're, you know, Eva is like so excited to meet Vicky. Here's the thing about that. Eva knew who Vicky was. Eva had been watching Orange County from day one and Vicky had no idea who Eva was. Not a clue. She was like, uh, okay, I'm glad she's happy to meet me, but I don't know who she is. I'm like, wow, that's... And, 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 and you don't really get the impression that that the, the girls from some of the other cast knew the Atlanta cast, but they seemed to know who the other cast members were. Like, Phaedra was, had met Dorinda before. Phaedra was familiar with, at least she knew who, who Vicky was. I don't know if she knew who Tamara was. And she knew who Brandy was. She had been warned by Kenya, of all people, about Brandy's a bit much. So she had an idea of who Brandy was. Now, Taylor might have been someone that they may not have been as familiar with because Taylor was like in the earlier seasons of Beverly Hills and Taylor really doesn't want to talk with Brandy. And later on, we find out Vicky don't want to deal with Brandy either. So we're all sitting down and having lunch. Well, Vicky was already being impatient. She was like, why do we got to wait for the other ladies? Why can't we just eat right now? You know, she just... I don't know. Vicky was already sending off that negative energy and Dorinda was picking up on it. But Dorinda's trying to be the hostess with the mostess. So they're having wine. If the ladies all get there, they're having their lunch. And we start this conversation. Is it the night that they start the conversation? Okay, I think we start talking about Vicky and her relationship and what she's dealing with. And I forget who brought it up. Was it Dorinda? Or was it Tamara? I don't know which one it was. But they started talking about Vicky and, and that situation, what she's dealing with. And Phaedra and Eva had no idea what was going on. It's kind of like, what the hell's going on? Then we get Brandy interjecting. And, you know, Brandy's very abrasive. And she's been drinking. She even gets to the point where she tells Vicky to shut the F up. 
And of course, Vicky was not here for that. And Vicky goes off on Brandy, right? Um, Brandy had way too much to drink. So it was definitely time for her to go sit down somewhere, go, go somewhere and take a nap. We see that Brandy and Eva are vibing, you know, and I think Brandy and Eva had a little conversation to catch Eva up on what's going on. Cause she really didn't know what the hell was going on with Vicky and all of that. And she also mentions that her and Vicky, well, her and Taylor has had some problems and she wants to have a chance to talk to Taylor. So that goes on. So Brandy takes a nap. Eva sits outside. Who does she talk to? Well, before, uh, well, anyway, the, the ladies decide they're going to take a nap or chill out before they have dinner. Um, the connections that I am seeing here is definitely Taylor and Eva are most definitely connecting quite a bit. And the notion of sexuality is brought up quite a bit because that night they had a dinner, okay? And I think it was the crab boil. So they go into this crab boil. Well, this is, first of all, Eva and Phaedra didn't know what a crab boil was, at least the New England style. They, they're used to, uh, no, 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 it was a crab bake, not crab boil. They know what a crab boil is. They know what a crab bake is. And this is a New England style thing. So they were like, what? So, <laughs> Uh, Dorinda's explaining to them what it actually means. They were like, okay, well, we'll see. So when they all sit down for dinner that night and they had this clam bake, I think that's what they call it, clam bake. And Dorinda's like, okay, you guys gonna have to, y'all know how to crack crabs. And they're so used to, these ladies are very much used to the crabs are already broken for them. You got your lobster tails, you got your crab and the shrimp and everything. They're not used to doing this. Phaedra got on these long nails. I mean, this is nothing that they're used to doing. Dorinda gets up and starts cracking the legs and tearing apart the crab with her hands. No problems at all. She even feeds some of the crab to uh, Phaedra. It was real sexy, seductive type thing going on, which bothers Vicky. Vicky is like, look, I'm not really into that type of thing. Brandy talks about a naked party. Vicky is offended. Vicky is very, everybody's trying to get Vicky to get laid because she hasn't been laid in 13 months. So, you know, Vicky is like, I'm all right, you know, and then they start talking about being a lesbian and all of that kind of stuff. And oh God, it, it was, it was very sexually sexual and what have you. The worst part of the episode one, I believe, I hope I'm not going into episode two was the worst part was the conversation about vaccinations. Anytime you have a conversation about religion or politics, you know, you are going to enter into the zone of people getting into their feelings. And it's usually taboo conversation unless you're in the company of people that feel and think the same way you do. And if you don't know people bringing up vaccinations and talking about that, and you don't know people that you're around, it's going to cause problems. And Vicky let it be known that, you know, she was, did have COVID. She's over it now. She's taking all these different medications, but she's anti, she's not about the whole getting vaccinated. That's not something that she wants to do, or she's not for it. And she has issues with it. She knows someone who has died from being vaccinated and honey, First, it was Eva and Vicky. 
But then it got really bad when it became um, Dorinda versus Vicky. And Dorinda been drinking quite a bit at this point. Honey, they going back and forth. Dorinda screaming at her, talking about, I take this very personally. And I know some people died from COVID and all of this. It became a political thing, in my opinion. Vicky's sitting there like, okay, I just went down the wrong, wrong hill. So Dorinda goes in the house, she cools off, she comes back in. She does apologize for going off on Vicky. We already can see that Vicky doesn't see it for Dorinda. And quite frankly, Dorinda don't really see it for Vicky, but she's trying to be this nice house guest, you know, I mean, hostess. She's trying to be a good hostess, but Vicky is in her oil and water. It's not working out. It, it truly isn't. And Brandy and Vicky definitely not working out. Um, I don't know if it was, and I might cross over to the second episode, but I know Brandy and Tamara, they do have a conversation about what, you know, because they didn't know each other. They don't know each other. And they have this conversation about what happened on social media. And Brandy said, well, you said that I was, oh, shoot, did she call it stupid or spineless or something? She called her out of her name. Stupid, spineless, clueless. I don't know, something correct, something negative. And Tamara was like, no, I didn't call you that. I was talking about Kelly Dodd. But actually, when they posted the text, I mean, the uh, the Twitter message, even though she did say specifically Kelly Dodd, but she also interjected as well as Brandy. So Brandy was in, in the midst of being called whatever the name was, mindless, stupid, whatever it was. And Brandy was offended. Tamara, you know, was like, well, I didn't call you that. So, but, you know, I'm sorry that you took it that way. They're, I guess they're going to call themselves calling it a truce because after that, you know, Brandy went on, she got her own little podcast and uh, okay. It got real deep with that. You know, she started calling Tamara all kinds of names and things of that nature. We also had a conversation about um, Brandy and who was it? Brandy and Taylor. Now, for those of you who don't remember Taylor, Taylor is from uh, the Beverly Hills, early days of Beverly Hills. Taylor was in an abusive relationship, marriage. And it was all brought out in the open. Camille actually brought it up about the situation. Unfortunately for Taylor, um, well, she had filed for divorce. And then her husband, then husband, because she's remarried now. Her then husband committed suicide and she ended up writing a book shortly after this situation had taken place. And Brandy, without asking questions, Brandy said, oh, you're capitalizing off of your husband's death. It was rude. It was out of order. And of course, that caused some problems between her and Taylor. Actually, Taylor don't have, you know, even at the dinner table, Brandy was still trying to say that, not trying, was saying how she was negative negatively impacted by what happened to her in season two or season three of Beverly Hills. And everybody's trying to figure out like, how were you negatively impacted when it was Taylor that was going through these, this situation and Brandy made it about herself, unwilling to listen to Taylor. Taylor explains further what was going on. She said, you know, cause her husband ended up committing suicide. So, you know, as a result of doing that, you don't get that insurance policy. So, 
Taylor wasn't left with a lot of money, apparently. He didn't have, I don't know, she didn't, she wasn't left with a whole lot. And um, a publishing company came to her and said, hey, you got this much time. If you do this, we'll give you an advance and we'll, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. So she wrote the book based on the fact she was trying to basically take care of her small child who was like five years old. But see, Brandy didn't know any of this. Brandy didn't ask any questions. And Taylor said, you always interject, make comments about things that you don't even know about. You talk too much. You speak before you listen. You just talk. And so when she explained that, you would think Brandy would be more empathetic, but she wasn't. I'm like, oh, Lord, this is going to be a long trip. But that's that. So right now, as it stands, before Jill shows up, Jill comes in on episode two, and her entry wasn't exactly... Because Jill hasn't been around in a while, not a lot of folks remember Jill or this moment that she was trying to recreate. Um, and I'll talk a little bit more about Jill in, in the next episode. I probably spoke a little bit. I might have got some of the things confused from last episode to the second episode. But I'm going to talk about episode two in the next podcast. But that's where we are. It's interesting. Brandy's up to her no good shenanigans. Phaedra's making faces. Dorinda is getting drunk and loud. Vicky is unhappy. Tamara's trying to keep it cute. Taylor is just, you know, in there. Eva's basically there. But we'll see what happens as the episodes move forward. That's all I got. Talk to you guys later. Peace.